Sponsored by Shachar and Alex Avram, This week is sponsored by Reb David and Ilana Singer in memory of Reb David's sister, who's yotzei this today. Chasya Bas Harav Pinchas Tzvi, Rav Benis Tzira Alei Hashalom. In memory of Rebetzin, Amen. In memory of Rebetzin Anna Khan, Rabbanit Khan Asara Bat Yitzchak. In memory of Lillian Schneider, Leah Bas Ephraim. Zichron Levrachel, Tzilana's grandmother, Zevin Jody Stender for the speedy recovery of Miriam Perlbas, Yona Tova, Yona and Daniela Berg in honor of their new baby girl Ora Halel, Robert and Jill Kaufman in honor of their children and grandchildren, Brent and Jolie Eisen in memory of Chaim Aram Ben Yaman Akohen, Brent's Abba and his Yorzeit, Adele and Hai Itzkowitz, the Yorzeit of Adele's mother Batya Rafka Bas Tzvi, Eli Stone in honor of his dear wife Bonnie, her birthday, Mazel Tov Bonnie, happy birthday. May she be blessed with true simcha and bracha and everything she does. And this never gets old. Mohammed never gets old. Welcome back, Yosef Aaron. Baruch Hashem, we miss you so much. Um, two quick announcements for the chavah that are here and those that will listen. One, I want to give a plug to an amazing shir. Like, I mean, all, all the shirim we have here are incredible, but I went to Eli Michelle's shir on, mon- on Monday night. I've been wanting to go for weeks. I'm just always busy Monday nights. I went this past Monday night to his Navi Shir on Shaul HaMelech. I've never been to a Navi Shir like this before. I can't believe we have the privilege there, of having him. Where was it? Here, here, here. Monday nights, 8 p.m. He's in the middle of a five-part series. <clears throat> He's on, I think he just did two. One, two, and, uh, and we have three more. If you're free on a Monday night from between 8, listen, you come here, you have a Gishmak Shir at 8, 9 p.m. Marv. Uh, his Shir was, it was just phenomenal. I was speechless afterwards, so I want to give a plug. Also, Baruch Hashem, you see the new furniture here, which means we moved the coffee station into there, which is, was the plan of the If everyone just enjoy it, use it, and just mock it on the, on the cleanliness of it, um, that'll, that'll be very, very special. If you can open up, please, to Daf Ein, in Achshar Savrechim, Perek Vav, Daf Ein. I saw the PSS in the last week, and in Ramat Bechemesh, and I told him how much we're, I'm told him we're learning... And we're learning his, the PSS Nerebbe today, the Tzernapi Chemish, is the grandson of the brother of the Ish Kodesh. We had the privilege of being by him. I remember he actually, years ago, he actually gave me my Achshah I opened it up that morning, he gave me it. It's, good, it's, good, it's an amazing thing to have this from the Ish Kodesh's great, uh, great nephew. So he had a lot of Simcha and Chiyas and a lot of Brachas for continued Hatzlacha and learning. <coughs> I want to share with you something personal. 
regarding the learning that we've been doing. And a few of the chaver have actually come up to me and shared with them personal, they've shared personal uh, uh, experiences from the learning we've been doing too. This morning, there were two phrases that caught me in a state of visualization. Or I guess, I don't know if it caught me in a state of visualization, but I put myself in a state of, of, uh, of picturing it. And it was words I, I never thought of before. I, I mean, I, hopefully I thought of, I just never visualized. Yismach lev mevak Hashem. At when I said those words, ha- rejoice, the hearts uh, rejoice those that are uh, um, that that ask for Hashem. Yismach lev mevak Hashem. There's a whole tire on this one, Alexander Rebbe. Why doesn't it say Yismach lev Hashem? Why doesn't it say happy is the heart that found God? What do you mean happy is the heart that's looking for God? Because you know that if anyone tells you they found God, run away from them, right? So it's it's something about like this this <coughs> falling in love that this is my chelik. Falling in love that this is my journey, that this is what I'm looking for, brings the heart tremendous amount of rejoice. So I'm not kidding. I, I had this imagery while we were davening this mamish right now in Pesukei de Zimra. I guess it was your it was your shlichus uh, <laughs> tzibur <laughs> that I saw my heart starting to dance. Mm-hmm. I saw my heart starting to dance, I was, and I knew like, oh, in a second he's going to get to Shiel Shanti Gamalalai. I, I got I got I can't. Can't stare for too long, but even those few seconds of this visualization of my heart dancing changed my tefillah. Changed my tefillah. It happened again a little bit later on. That's a little bit easier to visualize it. Mashpil game. We just learned it the other night in, in Shir. Mashpil game. God, you, you throw down anyone that holds himself to be like this. Mashpil game. Anyone that's a balgaiva, you mashpil. You lower him down to the ground. And you lift up those that hold themselves to be, to be low. So that's a little bit of an easier visualization. But a lot of the chevra um, have been coming up to me privately, and I would, I, I would rather it was done publicly, but I don't, I'm not going to push anyone for this, speaking about certain nekudot in the tefillah, even if it's for a few, even if it's for a few second, seconds, they tune into what we've been learning so for, for all these months now, and then the rest of their tefillah is different. They can't explain it. Now the last thing we learned last week, last Wednesday, was the Rebbe telling us a person who engages in the art of visualization and picturing the words he's saying, it's mashpia, not just on the rest of his tefillah, it's mashpia even on his goof, even on the person's physicality. This non-tangible, non-physical you know, art is mashpia on the rest of your body as well. It's basically just living a little shtickle, a shtickle of a different life. It's a different life. Different life, different, different wavelengths, different waves, different, different experiences. Now, we're getting to the danger. What's the danger? Is that at a certain point, I don't know if it's going to come from the outside or even a voice that's inside that's saying to me, stop tripping, <laughs> right? Just lay off the caffeine, you know? <laughs> Just say the words and even say... A more, uh, even a more dangerous thing yeah. is perhaps... <clears throat> that being a potential hack and needing to find a new hack for that. In other words, visualizing yeah, yeah. specific things and then that not doing it for you anymore. Not doing it, very good. Stick to that word, not doing it for you anymore. Because it's, it's, you know, it's what I'm used to. So right. it, doesn't do, it doesn't move me anymore. Like living in Eretz Yisrael. Chas v'chalila. But chas v'chalila for this too. 
Chas v'chaliv for anything she bekedusha that it just doesn't do it for me anymore. Very good, very good. He's going to address this. So look at the bottom of page Ayin. This is where I believe this is where we were last time. Real quickly, though, from the last shiur when you asked us, and Yossi said Shema Yisrael. Yeah. That, since I heard him say that, and when you asked that question, almost every Shema now since that point, I connecting to that oneness of God. It's been helping me, you know. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. He's going to speak about that again right now over here. That's very good. Look at the bottom of Daf Ayn. Ve'lo tomarim ken rak pimpri dimyoni levadu. Shebedimyoni levad nir'eh shekulanu yachad ha'elyonim v'atachtonim kor'im u'mishtachavim sharim u'mezarim yachad l'fanav itbarach. Don't just say right now, this is just fruits of my imagination. Yeah, I'm dancing with the stars, with the sun. Hallelujah. This is just a, my, my imagination. Meaning, when usually you say that about something, it's like, it's not real. It's just your imagination. Right? He says, don't say that. Be quiet. And listen. At the top of Ayin Aleph. Listen to what it's written in the Svarim. Amazing. A very non-Kotzker statement we just said right now. Because what is he saying? Even if you are under the assumption that what you're experiencing is something that's so real in MS... But at the end of the day, it's not that real in MS. It's also good. It's almost like saying... Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it? You can say yeah. Either fake it till you make it, or also it says, listen, you go to a shir, you feel good about yourself, you ask someone what they say in the shir, you say, I don't understand any of it, right? But, but it's also good. Like We have to understand there's a value... There's a value in the bigger picture to being around Kedusha and trying to implement elements of Kedusha whether they work or not. Whether they work or not. Fully. That means like fully to the core. Huh? Yeah. I remember there was one there was one point specifically that he made a couple of weeks or months back <coughs> that... <coughs> If you feel, or maybe it wasn't here, maybe it was uh, the shirim that we had on, on Friday. But if you feel like you're flying throughout the entire davening, you're not flying at all. It's here, here. here. So that kind of contradicts what he's saying here, to a certain extent. If you feel like you're... Doesn't contradict. Let's just, let's give him kafzchut and not contradicting himself. <laughs> First of all, he easily said like this, and I can't help but think about Lawrence Taylor when I'm looking at you today, but that's... Not my problem. It's <laughs> I love you. I can't look at him. What do you say? He's got the... What do say? You don't look like Phil Sims, my friend. <laughs> I look more like Phil Sims than I do that. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I look more like Phil Sims. <laughs> Anywho, it's like this. There he said, if your whole experience of... If you come out of a davening and you think you were flying from the moment you started davening till the moment you finished... Here he's saying about a moment of a visualization. He's not talking about a whole tefillah. He's talking about a moment of an experience where you, where you visualize the words you said. 
Okay, so it's different. Okay. Say that. It's always, Kedusha has no boundary. So there's always going to be levels that are higher than the previous levels. Right. You're never going to get there. That's like you said, Mevak Hashem. Mevak, Bidiuk, Mevak Hashem. It'll be like, you know. Yeah. If I, but, but if to me the point is, Matzati or Lo Matzati, right? Did I find, did I define the Gvulis of Kedusha or not? You can never be satisfied with where you're at. Nachon, Nachon. It's the first time I ever said the Kedusha. Yeah. I cried like a baby. First two times, right? And then afterwards, it just wasn't right. The same, and you want and you want to get back to that point, right? But it's just not. We speak about that all the time here. Like, if there's like a did it pass last week's davening? You know, it's, it's a very big nisayan to live, to live in this moment of what is coming down right now. Don't what is happening? Huh? Don't, be, Don't be an avaryan. Don't live in the past. Cool. <laughs> so, so he says it's also good, even if, even, if it's didn't, even if what you experienced didn't really, really do it, it's also good. Gam kem tovahi. Why? Kevan shepnimi yusnaf shel hakadosh misoreres be'emes l'ashem. Because deep down inside, when you go here, you actually, your insides did go up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It did wake up to Hashem. Raka gufanit hi ha It's just the outer realms of you, your physicality, is concealing what's actually happening inside. This is very deep words. The Rebbe says, yeah, you got to believe that when you're feeling something inside, it's happening, it's activating something, even if you can't point your finger on it or it seems that it's not. And then slowly, slowly, the outer part of you, your physicality, will also be mushpa, will be influenced by what's happening in the inside. The hastara will begin, the, the concealment will begin to fade away. And the emes, mitzad the nefesh, will be the one that's, that, 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 that is calling the shots and that's visible and that's, and that's more real than anything else. Now he brings here a hard piece from the Tanya. I have it. I have it translated here because it's a it's the lachi pashut, but it's also from the hardest piece, one of the hardest pieces in the Tanya. But he says like this: Ayen Tanya chelak Aleph perek mem dalid ubehakdama lechelak beis mishar ayichud veemuna. Two different places. Mevi b'shemarav akadosh. Interesting. He brings two different things here. Alapasuk Yonati Tamati. Yonati Tamati. Where do we say that? Shira Shirim, Nachon. Achoti Yonati. What's the Lush and the full Lush and the Pasuk there? Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm, try, I'm actually trying to remember the song to get to the words. Achoti Yonati Tamati Rayati. Yonati Bechagvehasela Ashminit Kolech. Okay. What does it mean, Yonati Tamati? Yonati Tamati literally means my, my dove, my perfect one. Mm-hmm. My perfect dove. Yonati Tamati. Like Tam. Like Shalom. Yonati Tamati. He says, Yona Milishon Ona'a. He says there that dove is actually connected to the word Ona'a. What is Ona'a? We learned this a few weeks ago. What is Ona'a? Deception. So what does he mean here? I'll share Al Ken. Kol yichud lavodaso hagam shehu meune 
any yichud, any any of these moments of these visualizations and oneness and everything, he says, Hagam even though it is deceived, because you can never fully, fully, fully experience what you think you're experiencing. Like It's like a pure deception. It's be- I mean, it saves my life, actually. I, I, I feel much better now. You know, I feel much better now. You understand what he said over here? I'm going to say this in English, in the way that I have it here. The Tanya um, provides an explanation of the verse in Shir my dove, my perfect one, where the word for dove, Yona, is related to the word Ona'a, which means to distress or cheat. Thus, every unification in Avodah Hashem, even if it cheats, still... It's whole and perfect. So what do you mean? What does it mean that we cheat? What do you think he means here by like, in our Vodos Hashem, we're cheating? Maybe not really feeling it, but you still do But we it. think we are. Yeah. What else, what else do you think it can mean? To be, dece- to, you know, to be uh, deceiving here. Legamre? Yeah? You know, Lishma means, no, it has to be... No? Shalolishma, Balishma... Okay, Ad come back in the back in the text. Ad kan leshona kadosh. Vegam behanal lo pre dimyoncha bilvadhu. It's not with what we're talking about. It's not only the fruits of your imagination and your fantasies. Rakhevan she ken atalo hebit lagshutcha bedimyotcha shenit kadesh benit chazek. The the truth is is that you actually did see with with his ragshus in the in the imagination. That's become more sanctified and intensified. As be'emet la'amito kenhu, it is really the way you're seeing it, to the extent that you're able to see these kind of things. Malachi kel ba'marom, kulam ahuvim, kulam berurim, kulam kedoshim. Ha'ofanim b'chayus ha'kodesh b'raash gadol, ha'shemesh v'yareach ha'aretz ha'umloa. It's giving all these descriptions of things we speak about in davening. Malachim, srafim, ofanim. Right? You're mentioning all these things and you're visualizing them. And then the Rebbe says, Ve'ata betocham. And you really are in the midst of all of them. Omrim yachad, u'bekol echad shirot v'tishbachot Hashem. And all of you together are praising the Ribbon HaShleim. Kola briyakula. You know, when, when we go to Medjibosh, we should be privileged to, uh, one day to... Bring Medjibash here, but until that happens, we should be privileged that, that this, this, this dreadful war should stop and we can go back there and, and, and rekindle, replug our batteries. I feel like we haven't been there in 10 years. It's only been a year, but one of the things that I imagine in imagery that I have is something that I heard from Reb Shlomo based on uh, how he, he gave over what it looked like to look at the Baal Shem Tov walking down the street. Mm-hmm. He said that when the Baal Shem Tov walked down the street in Medjibash, the ducks the cats, the dogs, all the animal kingdom, whatever was avail- whatever was around them, would, would walk with the Baal Shem Tov in peace and in harmony. Now we know that that's a simon of Mashiach, the guy is the Evim Keves, right? That, how do you say in English? That the wolf will live with the sheep, 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 right? lamb. lamb. So what, what is it? That, that's a person that, re- that he did it. Like he really sang... When he said, Hallelujah, Shmea Shamaim, Ba'amaim, Hashem, Ba'ala Shamaim, Hallelujah, Kol Melachav, Hallelujah, Kol Tzvav, Hallelujah, Kol Koch Ve'or. You know, he was, when he said those words, they, they, 
it was so real that to the extent that other things besides from him could dance to Hashem, they all joined forces together. So what is, come on, let's bring this down now. Now we're going to go to your initial statement. It seems like he's contradicting himself. Is this really happening to you? Or is this not really, hap- really happening to you? It could really happen to you. That's what he's saying over here. This experience of singing with, ev- with all of creation and even commanding the worlds to sing with you could really happen to you. <clears throat> and sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't really come out. But even in the moments that it doesn't really come out, he says, it's also good. And I'll give you a, a very modern day example. The person that struggles with wanting to know if his spiritual advancements are real or not, even if they're not real, it's so much more better than the other. Open your yearbook. We say this sometimes. Open your yearbook. Go look at what Eddie's struggling with today. Or whoever, whoever Eddie was in your, in your high school, right? Think about his struggles. He's wondering, you know, paternity tests. Do you, know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, the tsarot that people go through, it's all relative. Wondering, like being in distress, whether is my experience real or not, that's a wonderful thing to suffer from in comparison to what other people suffer from that, that came from your same crowd. Sasha, you're high school. <laughs> what do you think today the typical guy is struggling with in, 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 in Elitsur, Moscow, right? In Moscow High. What? So, right? So, right. Now, now, right? You saw his face? Now. You just brought him to places. No. Now think about your, your struggle in Avodah Hashem. So whatever it is you're struggling with, Gamkentov. Gamkentov. I'll take that any day. No shayla. So I think that's what he's saying over here, is that even if you're struggling, is it real or not? It's good that this is, your, that this is what you're struggling with in this world, right? Whether it's real or not till the end is so much more less important than the question is, what are you busy trying to, to accomplish, right? So the Rebbe is saying, is it real? It could be real, but that's not, that's not the main point. The main point is, is this part of your, of what, of what, of what, Consumes you. If you're in the game. If you're in the game or not. Rabbi Wan used to say about the Chafetz Chaim that uh, they would tell stories about him. He says, I don't know if they're true, but they don't tell the same stories about Babe Ruth. <laughs> Give up. Right. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great line. <laughs> they, tell, they tell very different stories about Babe Ruth and Roger Maris and Mantle. Very different stories. Anu Amelim, Behem Amelim. And, and I heard it that he said they don't tell stories like that about you or me. Right. Uh, that's a later version. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> he would say, they will. Maybe about me, but not about you. They will. <laughs> the great Rabbi Wan. So now we're going to go back to what Itamar brought up in the, middle, in the beginning of Shir. You know, the Indian, when you learned the Tzetel Katan from the Naim Alimelech, and we learned this one year while we were on Har Herzl, I don't know if any of us ever hear I think we would... We went to, I think, Jerry, you were there. We went to Har Herzl, and it was a day of his Orus, and we said, you know, Kivri Tzadikim, we're going to start off in Har Herzl. We stood by the Chayalim there, as close as I could get as a coin, and we learned the Tzetel Katan. The Tzetel Katan from the Naim and the Melech gives you a description of how you're supposed to say Kriyat Shema. The Rebbe says this also in, in Bnei Machshavatova. 
How do you say Kriyachma? That you literally have to visualize yourself, not just think about it. You have to visualize yourself jumping into a furnace for the sake of Hashem. Now we were standing by Kvarnam of people that did exactly that in Milchamot Hashem. What a, what, a, what a moment it was. I want all the, every Balabas trip that comes from Muncie in Brooklyn to have Har Herzl in their itinerary. Amongst all the different things they do, that would be an amazing thing to put. You got to also come to Har Herzl. So we were sitting by the Kvarim of the Chayalim, and they're like, you know, they, they, literally, they literally did this. You know, there's a guy that I grew up with. He lived a few blocks away from me. But when you're younger and someone's five years older than you, they're 500 years older than you, right? Even though he's only like, I'm like, you know, it's like the difference between me and some of you, and, 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 you know, some of you. But when you're younger, even two years is like, right? So this guy was about five or six years older than me. And I remember playing ball as a kid in the, after school one night. And I saw him preparing to go into the army. And I saw well, this guy was running and he was doing the chin-ups and he was like such a beast. And he was also like a madrich in Bnei Akiva, like one of these put-together guys. This guy jumped on a grenade saying Shema Yisrael in Lebanon. His name was Roy Klein. I'm sure you've heard of him. Mamish lived right now, a few, a few blocks from me. What's so insane is that I actually knew someone that did that. It, it's mind-boggling. Now the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, in the Pneumius of your Nefesh, and you're, when you attach to the Pneumius of your Nefesh, any of, us, any of us would do that. It would be a no-brainer, he actually says. That's what we would do. When push really came to shove, and in his situation, he was a mefaked over chayalim, and he saved all their lives by jumping on that grenade and saying Shema Yisrael, leaving a wife, leaving kids. And he's an olam ha'emes. Like, there, there are people that, 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 that do this. The Rebbe is going gonna, is gonna to discuss now what you brought up about Shema Yisrael. I don't know how far you were going with what you were, where, where you were at with it, but this inyan of Shema is something that at least once in our lives should be something that we experience when we, when we dive in chakras. I, I, I just want to, I, I want is it has to do with the halachic status of it? Yes. Yeah. So don't we have, there's each word in Shema has to have a different kavanah. right? Where does that jumping, the, the visualization of jumping into the furnace is that by Echad, echad. at the end? Echad. That's, that's yeah. what it is? Yeah, Echad. Almost certain. Because yeah. is that a halachic thing? No. Okay. Okay. By the way. By the way. Before Shema. Oh, before Shema. Because you're saying Shema for the Messiah's Nefesh. Then when you say Shema, you have to have the proper Kavanah. Ah. No, this is halachic. This is halachic. No, you have to visualize anything. No, no. I'm just I'm, no, no, because the, by the echad, there's also like the 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 the, the, the needs to be longer. The mechet and and the can, aleph is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and the chet is the eight tefirot and the da, So like, there's a lot of I hear you. There's a lot of stuff going on at that point to then go ahead. It's a build up towards the end. I would say if you're if someone's plugged into that, stick with that. <laughs> you do your thing. You're in a good. I'm exactly. saying you're doing just fine. <laughs> 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 They're both good. 
הכל בסדר. No, no, no. There's no time to have kavanas before you jump on a grenade. There's no time. There's no. There's one kavana. No, that's why I'm saying he's saying that. No, 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 no. He's talking about the. Let's let's go back into the into what he says over here. If you see on the you see on the side, you have like a little description of the paragraph by you. Yeah. That means the expand expanding of the thought during during of mesirus nefesh saying kriyatshma. Afa machshava shel mesirus nefesh bekriyatshma lo tiye machshava levada. The thought of mesirus nefesh during kriyatshma shouldn't just be a thought where it's like. I would jump on a grenade. Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekit. No, 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 no. There's something that has to go on over here. Rak dimyon urei amamish. It's got to be a picture. Literally a picture of it before you. Moked ha'esh le'inecha. The pit of the fire is right in front of your eyes. V'ata kofetz po k'dei l'kadesh et shmo yitbarach. And you're literally jumping into it to sanctify God's name. Chazak stuff. כמו שהבאנו לאל את דברי קודש מנועם אלימלך בצטל קוטון וידמה ויצייר. And we really brought this word that the דועם אלימלך emphasizes, וידמה, you imagine, ויצייר. You draw a picture of it. לא מחשבה לבד. This is not just a thought. רק גם דמות וציור. This is a literal illustration. והיא מחשבה של מסירס נפש כשכמה יעשה בפועל נחשבס. And the Rebbe says here, when you have this machshav of mesirus nefesh on this level, do you know what Ben Shamayim they say? They say, it's as if you just did it. Right? Kemaisa b'fo'al nechshavas. It's as if you did it. Machshava shel mamesh shekol gufcha mitragesh mimena. It's such a type of a thought that causes your whole body to, to, to have some kind of a sensation from the expansion of what you did with your thought. עד שלפעמים גם גופך ממש מתנענע בפועל מן הקפיצה למוקד אשר במחשבתך. That even to the extent that your body starts to tingle from the, from the thought of what, where the mind took it to. Did you ever see anyone say a bracha with, 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 with such kavanas that their physical body shakes? I saw a Pesach two nights ago in Marv. Yeah? I saw the Amshnav Rebbe say a bracha, and my, and my whole Mekziyas is different from it. He, you talk to me, ever see the Amshnav Rebbe? This is not, not from this world. I think we need to take a trip. They say there's some Satik and they start happening there, and they end up... Yeah, 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 Nachon, Nachon. This is, this, their, their, their physical, their body shakes. Their body shakes, literally. What, what is it shaking? I mean... I think it's because the body can't contain the Kedusha. So it's like, it can't deal with it. Could be. I mean, that's one way of looking at it here. I hear he's talking about Kriya Shema, that it could be that when you say Shema, that the body itself is feeling flames that were produced by your thought. The jump. The jump in. The jump, yeah. The jump, yeah. What do you think? They're, they're hallucinating? 
No. They're, it's happening by them. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this happens. When Hashem will help and you'll feel this, so here he says something interesting. He says, when God helps you to feel and see this, you'll realize it wasn't such, this is not such really, really such a great level. And it's not a level that you can only achieve with great difficulty, but rather what? What did he just say over here right now? But rather, so then what is it? He just said, if you really like pay attention over here, and Hashem helps you to see these things from close, He's saying you'll realize what we're describing over here right now is not like, yeah, it's like loba shemaim here. These are actually tangible. Once you're in it, right? Once you're in this game, this is not. This stops being Chinese to you. That's what he's saying. Honestly, it's 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 almost like the person that is scarred from high school regarding tzitzis or minion. Okay, and to them, they just they, they, they to them taking on tzitzis Armenian is the equivalent of us experiencing our body shaking from the visualization of jumping into a furnace of fire during 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 Kriyachma. Everything is relative. Now you tell the person that doesn't put on tefillin or doesn't go to minion or doesn't wear tzitzis, saying you know you you could do this and and you'll realize it's 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 tangible. It's it's biatcha. What are you, crazy? There's no way. A person like me. And then when they start doing it, you'll realize this was actually not Loba Shomayim here. That keeps on happening in Milo Sakdusha. That's what he's saying over here. It's interesting. I'm no expert at all. I'm just learning for the first time. But Balantani, I think, in Paragintet, talks about mysterious nefesh and, uh, and that you look throughout history and the Jews who had almost no connection with the others Bidiuk, Bidiuk. Would, not turn, would not become Christians or anything, they would kill, get killed. It's because a Jew naturally clings to uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu and is willing to give up his life. Naturally. So this mysterious nefesh is not that hard because it's built into us. So what is the hard part? To tap into what's already it's, built it's into us. And think about it. How do you do that? Right. And now, which which, which leads you to being, part. right, which leads you to being tapped into this natural place of like you said, I don't know anything, but I'm willing to go to that kind of a place. Yeah. And that, that's, that's what we're trying, I think that's what the Rebbe is trying to lead us to do um, in, in, in all these places. So we're going we're to stop here, and this is a great place to, Bezat Hashem, we'll continue. No, no, it's not, not, it's not because you stood up. I, I, just, yeah, I can't continue without uh, Laura. Without Laura, without LT. No. <laughs> I, I came to the sack. <laughs> we missed you. We'll stop here. Uh, and let's continue to have these. Uh, I hope I didn't bring you to a, bag, a, a dark place with your uh, with your high school yearbook. I was trying to give you. I was trying to.